You paid two and a half thousand bucks for one of these groups of like 30,000 members. In his first, he's a brand new agent. In his first year in real estate from that group that cost him two and a half thousand dollars, he made $250,000 in GCI. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchasegui for a quick commercial break, but I think you guys are gonna think this is super cool. I recently got to interview Pavan Agarwal. He is the founder and CEO of SunWest Mortgage Company, and they have this really cool thing I wanna share with you called Morgan. After years of development, SunWest Mortgage Company, a national leader in mortgage origination and servicing, has launched the newest iteration of proprietary AI platform, Morgan. SunWest's novel application of open ledger technology is groundbreaking and will redefine how real estate sales are transacted. I got to ask him all about this in our interview and the technology is so neat. You don't have to be doing loans with SunWest Mortgage for it to be of value to you. But listen to this, AI technology converts a pre-approved property specific loan to a property agnostic tradable token, like an NFT. I'm still learning about NFTs and he explained it to me in the meeting how this is going to work and how once they approve something, other, you only have to get approved once. Other lenders can then bid to do the loan for you after that quick approval. This approach not only opens buyers and sellers to wider opportunities, but empowers all income bracket borrowers with the ability to present offers with certainty without open-ended financing contingencies. Thus, the borrower is now armed with the strength of an all-cash offer that sellers prefer. 99% of thousands of loan conditions SunWest received daily were received within two hours, and over 30% of those were reviewed within only 30 minutes. So whether you need an updated pre-approval at 10 p.m. on a Sunday or instant feedback on guidelines, Morgan is free and available 24 hours a day to cater to your mortgage needs. You wanna try this thing out? Go to usemorgan.com. I asked him about this during the interview. I started using it and started playing around with it. You just go to usemorgan.com and you start having a conversation. Whether you're asking about getting your buyer pre-approved, whether you have a question about a, a buyer that just bought a car and if they're still going to be approved now or how that might change these guys are doing some really really cool things in the business they said in the next six months they're going to start to get approvals down to within just minutes like full lender approvals within just minutes using this ai tool not talking to a person but like texting things back and forth and working it out so go check out this new technology use morgan.com What's up, real estate rock stars? This is Stephanie Heiser from Visalia, California, filling in today for the one and only Aaron Amuchastegui. We are here with Andrew Dunn. He is a team lead of a global team doing real estate internationally, and he has scaled so fast, and he's here to give us some tips and tricks on how we can do the same. What's up? Hey, Stephanie, thanks for having me on the show. Feels like I'm meeting a hero today uh, for anyone in the podcasting space. It's like Real Estate Rockstars has been a staple of our diet uh, for so long, uh, longer than I've been in real estate. So I am excited to share 
with the audience, how we are able to scale so quickly and to beat the norms. And hopefully everyone listening is going to get some real actionable tips and tricks out of me today. Uh, that's the goal I want to share so other people can be successful too. Awesome. So tell us, like, what's your story? How did you get into real estate? When, where, why? Oh, it's a lot of questions. <laughs> All right, so I'll start from the top. We actually had a bit of an unusual path in. So me and my partner, who both you know uh, work in real estate, run the team, we actually came from the digital space. So I actually used to live out in New York. I had an agency, and we worked with different brands. And uh, we ended up, you know, transitioning. Or I should say, I did helping agents grow and scale through online ads. And at the same time, he was actually coaching agents on how they can run basically real real estate businesses, mm-hmm. setting up systems, running ads and, and doing all that stuff. We ended up meeting through a mastermind and we got chatting and we, we hit it right off. And then, you know, we became friends and this, you know, over the next couple of years, we just remained in contact whilst doing our own thing. And anyway, the, um, the tides kind of changed, so to speak. And <laughs> we basically got talking about why don't we partner up and run ads for ourselves and sell the homes like why don't we not stop doing this for other people like we'll continue to do it for the people that want it but why don't we just own the whole cycle and start looking at building a team around this cycle we know it works and it works very well it works for our personalities um so that takes us to about august give or take from last year uh, in 2021 and that's kind of where the whole journey starts we essentially um got stuck in now I will say one thing. He's a little bit more psychopathic than I am with regards. He moved from Philly to Boca and had just, his baby daughter was six weeks old when I convinced him to go and get his license. Obviously, I'm I'm based in the UK um, and I run it internationally from here. So I do all the lead gen and all, the, all that side of things. And he's the guy with the boots on the ground actually selling the homes. Um, so we got stuck in in August and did basically practice what we preached. Um, you know, and I, I want to go into a bit more depth, but to complete the story, we ended up setting up ads for ourselves in Boca, you know, brand new to the area, no fin, no friends, no family, no sphere, you know, nothing like that. And um, ran ads and we ended up doing about 2 million in volume in about six weeks of being there. And we ended up cl- cash collecting 100K, like actually in our bank in the first 100 days of real estate. So from people that had no experience at all, technically with regards like the actual transaction side, um, to yeah, collecting over a hundred grand in our bank within a hundred days of real estate, which actually works out quite good to have a nice ring, doesn't it? It would annoy me if it's like 94K in a hundred days would kind of irritate me. Totally. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of how we got, got started. And, and I hate to say it, but I, we kind of did it to prove a point. Uh, a lot, you know, there's a plenty of people out there who say, hey, online leads don't convert, which is just utter rubbish. I'm not saying, you know, they definitely work. I'm not saying they work for you. Ultimately, if you're not willing to do the work, nothing will work for you. That's why there's an 87% failure rate in real estate. But the reality is they do work. It's just whether they work for your personality. Now, for me, in online inbound lead gen is surely the easiest but we have people on our team on our bigger team who just love to cold call man like it's their thing like they don't want to work online leads they want to outbound dial to have conversations and for me i'm like that's anxiety attacks written all over it for me me and peter like no 
Um, absolutely not. And if you've heard, uh, if you ever heard from Peter, and he's out and about as well, he, he always says he had two fears in his life: one is having children, and the other is cold calling. <laughs> Managed to get over one, which is well. Now he's got two daughters, and the other is he still doesn't want a cold call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he managed to get around that, and I'm the same. I don't like cold calls. I would never I do like- it. There's no chance ever. No. So that's how we ended up getting started. So it was a bit, a bit more unusual uh, from that regard. Like we came from the digital world, and it's like real estate. Just for us, more than any other industry, still encapsulates the American dream. Like there is so many industries out there that are uh, shackle people, um, and for example, I'll, I'm English. The English real estate market and how agents are paid here—it's basically like a W two employee. There's no, there's no commissions. There's none of that. So like you get paid thirty, forty grand a year, and that's it. You're done. Like when in America, it's like, hey, you can go out and make and sell as many homes you want. And basically you've got uncapped potential. You then grow a team and, and that's the stuff that we're involved with. And that's what's so exciting for us. It's like the American dream is very much alive and well in, in the industry of real estate. And I also think that's a big reason that so many people get in to try it is because like you don't need any education. Like, and you Anyone can pass a real estate exam. It doesn't teach you anything about doing real estate though, right? Like at all. And it's like, that's what we saw as this opportunity. It's like, hey, we can just go out and basically have an uncapped income or build a life that we want by just selling homes and helping other agents do the same. And um, yeah, that's kind of how we got started. Obviously, we still haven't finished our uh, our first year uh, as of right now. And um, we ha- definitely have some other projects going on, say the least, With, for example, with our podcast. But I'm sure we can touch on that a little bit later on. But uh that's kind of our backstory. It's how we got started. And there, there were some of our results that we got stuck into uh, right away. And it's just like, I just love this space, man. And like, you know, not to go on a huge monologue here, but real estate rock stars, you know, Pat and Aaron, you know, they've been doing a, a bloody brilliant job of educating agents completely for free. It's like, hey, these are other agents out there crushing it. And we've got strategies and tactics from listening to other shows obviously we go on youtube and stuff a lot and it's like the information's out there and like some of the little nuances of say like listings and getting presentations and some of the little tactics you can get those little tidbits from top agents by listening to shows like this which is why we ended up starting our show too because it's like let's help everyone out yeah being in the mindset of abundance i feel like is so important there still are tons of agents even in our day and age of like free information everywhere that just think if i tell you what i'm doing to be successful it's going to take away from my own success but it's not and like you always hear from these top agents like i could give you a play-by-play of what to do every single day what to say on every single call, but you're not going to do it. Like you're, I can give it to everyone in the world and I'm not going to lose any business because you're just not going to put in the work and push through the failures. And you know, you want to be done with work at 5 PM and don't want to take those phone calls that come in from a panicked buyer at 11 PM. Like they're not going to refer you because you're, going from like a you're putting a w2 mindset into an entrepreneurship space so biggest problem 
official. Yeah, there's a lot of um, like a lack of hustle. I'm definitely not for hustle culture. Don't get me wrong. I don't think you need to just be listening to podcasts and reading and on all these Zooms and posting on social media and going to show a whole bunch of vacant houses and look like you're busy when you're actually not doing anything. Like, I'm the opposite. I don't post very much at all, which I know I should change. And I know you will give me some tips and tricks on how to do it. But that's another thing that I would love for people to remember is like you can listen to like the Ricky Caruso and talk about cold calling if that's yeah. your jam. It's not going yeah. to work if it's not your personality. But that's the beauty no. of real estate. Like we're all so different and you can find a way. I mean, like your real estate journey is just so unique and you're still like smashingly successful. So I love that like if you just find your way in this real estate world you can make something work for you it doesn't have to be his way or her way like you just take what resonates with you and make a plan and take action a hundred percent i think the that like you've just said and also like i touched on there is so many ways you can skin this cat like there is a ton of different ways that you can go out and get business and not all of them will work for you because it just doesn't fit you. Like I said, cold call and door knock, and we ain't doing it, so it would never work for us. And there's other people out there who it works amazingly for. Same with, like, Fizbo's, whether you're all pre-con. Like, there's, there's so many different strategies out there. It really is about niching down. Like, one of the things that I think is valuable to touch on for the audience is how you will 10x your income the more you niche down. Like... If you think you're out there serving everybody in your market, like I sell homes, like there is no differentiating factors from you and the other thousand agents in your market. There's none. So then it's a race to the bottom. And like, I believe it was Frank Kern or Dan Kennedy said, there's no strategic benefit to being the second cheapest in the market. It's, real estate is very much the same. Like how many of us have moaned about like the discount commission agents who are just undercutting everyone? And it's like, well, how are there also agents out there that are charging more and always full of business? Like how many of those luxury agents are like crushing it? And you're like, hang on, they charge, you know, hundreds of thousands for a deal or, or however much it is. And they are full of business. And yet I would be willing to do the same deal for half the price, but I can't get anyone. It's like, you're missing the point. You don't have a unique value proposition to present that market with. And a big part of being successful in real estate is, understanding who you serve and how you serve them. So I will give you from our perspective, what basically to the two niches that we understood through the action of us doing what we did, which was Pete was a, a new dad. So we understood stuff like new families moving, right? What it's like, if you're a new family, you're looking at school districts, you're looking at like playgrounds, like you wanted more space to take your kids. Like, we understand that niche because we're there. Yeah. Like we are there. We have a good understanding of the thoughts and the process that they people move. The other one was we do a lot of business with people who are looking to move to areas. So we went from Philly to Boca. Like, so that process of like moving down the stress of all that, like that we have a deep understanding of that market too. And, and the, the beauty of the whole moving market is you subsequently get, 
um, attached to investors because you understand the market and from like an investing standpoint as well because you, people are out of state looking to buy in the market. We're in Boca, like we serve the Boca area, Palm, Palm Beach and all that. And it's like investors, it's very investor heavy. It's like there's a lot of money being put in that area. And that's something that we're able to capitalize on. We also understand what it's like trying to deal with homes out of state. Like he still owns his home in Philly, for example. So he's dealing with that from a separate state. He's still got all the connections there. So there's, there's like instantaneously, it's like, who, who do we go after? Who do we serve? And it's like, we understood that the best chance of us being successful would be to service the market that closely relates to where we are currently also. And that is younger people, first-time home buyers, people with young families, people looking to move to the area, and people looking to invest in an area. And like, okay, maybe that's even a little bit too broad, but like that's kind of where we started. We didn't just say we sold homes in Boca, you know? Yeah, so what is one of the strategies that worked the best for you for attracting your clients? How do people find you? How do they know that that is your specialty so i'll tell you how we got our first four or five deals and it was a bit of a whirlwind romance how it happened and it all happened basically within the first two weeks so we got to boca <clears throat> i always say we even though i'm stuck here in the uk <laughs> but we got to boca launched ads for an open house so we got down there um went to the team office and um Saw a property, you know, property we can do an open house for, start getting our feet. And you've got to remember, like, this is our first open house. Like, these are our first transactions. This is what people don't want to, like, miss here. Like, this isn't like, oh, we've been selling homes. Right? Like, we've sold billions of dollars in real estate, helping other agents and teams do it. But these are our actual first homes um, with our boots on the ground. So we got there. We, we, we had these open houses, and we're like, right, we're going to launch ads to fill them. So it was instantly like, we're not going to try doing mailers, all this shit. Launch ads, fill them, fill them with ads. Someone saw one of our ads that was basically like a friend of a friend of a friend of Peter. So it was like some, you know, down the line, he kind of knew of him. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize you were in real estate. And anyway, he saw that he was in real estate. And he was like, oh, well, I'm actually looking. Was that, was that a listing? He might have been able to say to listing or to buy a property. And that was in within the first couple of days. He was like, oh, yeah. Like, and that was kind of how one of our first deals came. He saw our ad and then he was like, I know Peter. And your ad was on Facebook? Always, always on Facebook. We're heavy. We're 99.9%. We're just starting to do a bit of, not a transition, but we're starting to um, roll out organic YouTube now. So we're putting effort into doing that uh, because YouTube does tend to work better for people looking to move to areas because naturally people go like moving to say Dallas, right? On YouTube. Um, I can, uh, I can definitely dive into that later because we're working a lot on that. So that was the very first one. But then we filled the open house and I think we had 120 people, something like that, sign up for the weekend to come to these open houses. We ended up getting um, those houses ended up selling, obviously, like straight away. But one, a few of the people, one of them specifically turned up unrepresented. A person came unrepresented. Anyway, it turns out that they were looking to buy and sell. So then we got the list side of that. And then there was, I don't want to get this wrong, but I'm not sure if it was something like their sibling or someone else in their family was ended up looking to buy. And anyway, the ones that I can remember 
for definite is we ended up getting, was it three, it was three, four or five deals essentially from that first open house effort, which was running ads, someone saw it and then the people that actually attended and we ended up getting those deals. And I think we ended up getting some like three buys and maybe one or two sells out of it. And it's like, could people put that down to luck? Sure, you could. I mean, if you want to, if you want to put it down to luck, but the reality is, is, you know, luck is when, you know, action meets opportunity, right? And it's like, get out there and do it. And like, if we hadn't run those ads, we wouldn't have got it. And we, we essentially have always scaled that way because we, it gives us predictability. Like, this is why we love ads. Okay, it costs money. And I, I definitely want to share with the audience some more about the ad side, but I also want to go into some free strategies because there's some amazing free ones too. Um, but the beauty of advertising in general is it gives you predictability when it comes to real estate. Now we all know about the real estate roller coaster. It's just like a term that we all just seem to accept, but the top teams don't accept it. Every top agent I've ever spoken to ever is like real estate roller coaster. It's like, no, we do like 50 deals a month, every month. Some do, we do 60. But when they're doing 60 to 50, they're not going, oh, we're on a downward trend. A real estate roller coaster is agents doing three and then doing none for six months. Right. Like that's roller coaster. Yeah, right? the feast or famine. Right. And like, we're like, we're not doing that. And the way you don't do that is through advertising. Advertising just constantly fills your lead pool, constantly. Now, one of the things I will say about uh, online ads is, they tend to be a little bit further out. Like you can get lucky and get people who are cash buys. We've had this happen numerous times, you know, same with our open house, depending on what the market's like. But if you say you're 90 to 120 days out on getting one to three deals, if you launched ads today, I think that's a good metric, you know, and I think that's a fair metric and it shouldn't be much further out than that, but you can definitely get stuff sooner. And when it actually comes to the ads themselves, there isn't, it's not like some crazy secret sauce. There is some little things that I would love to share. So for example, you know, if we just go to some real, you know, button clicking yes, stuff. Yes, tell me the secret. In, inside of Facebook. For example, like now you've got to use a special ads category. Otherwise you get banned from Facebook. Don't use it, you get banned. Yes. Step one, obviously then it needs to be in your country, given. Next one is obviously where you want to advertise. You can't do less than 15 kilometers. That's also a given. You also want to do, um, you also want to make sure it's only people living. A lot of people leave it as everyone, and that includes anyone who's visiting. You want it to, if you select only living, it'll it'll pull only the people who are basically addressed in those areas, right? So little, little things like that. The other one is just focus on feeds. Like Facebook, Instagram, news feeds. Don't worry about the other stuff. Yes, can you get leads from it? Sure. But like, let's just focus on the highest ROI you're going to get for your dollar. So just focus on feeds. Do you, so sorry, do you suggest linking your Facebook and your Instagram like business pages? You don't need to. You can, but you don't need to because Facebook will allow you to run your Instagram ads from a Facebook page. So you really don't need to. Like we, we, we have them joined, but. Uh, you really don't need to at all. Now, so little things like that, again, like don't worry about this stuff like at all. Like it's, it just focus on like the highest ROI activity. Like when it comes to the ads themselves and for example, the creative you want to use, which is like the physical images. Don't worry about videos. Don't worry about all that other stuff. Pointless. Highest ROI you're going to get is a collage. Use something like canva.com. Go to canva.com. It's completely free. 
get three nice images of properties in your area, put them in a collage, either three or four in a quadrant. So either three of them, that will convert. If you've got nice pictures of properties, stick them in a collage. Collages always work best. Do you put right? your face in it? Do you think we nope. should have our branding, our face, or nope. just pretty houses? Just pretty houses. No one cares. I hate to, I hate to, I hate to break it to people, but no one cares about you. Like no one cares. You know, like we run ads from unbranded pages. They're not even necessarily from, uh, you know, Peter's page. They'll just be, you know, an unbranded moving to Boca page type thing. You know, it really doesn't matter. And the ad copy should just be super short and sweet. People aren't sitting there for five minutes reading everything about these properties. Depending on if you're looking to buy or sell, obviously, it's like if you're looking to list or get leads for a certain listing, obviously, you'll want to put some information about the house. Three bed, two bath thousand square feet, you know, whatever it is, garden, balcony, you know, all that usual stuff. And if you're looking uh, for buyers, it's like attention, Boca, residence. Are you looking to, it could be buy or sell, and, you know, in Boca. And then you could just, net a little bit of criteria, or you could just have, you know, if you'd like to learn more about the properties we have for sale, click learn more. Again, just like, don't overcomplicate, the big thing we see is people overcomplicate this stuff. Now, the next bit is, more of a secret sauce where it's like the next step is you want to send them to a lead form right now the reason we do this i don't want to bore the audience too much but when facebook rolled or apple rolled out their new iphones they basically limited tracking so if you want to have better tracking you want to keep everything in facebook where we used to take it out to uh, landing pages so you don't need to so it's got simpler now which is better for everybody so you run a lead form now you, you want, obviously, name, phone, number, email. But you got to remember, with Facebook, this is auto-populated from their Facebook information. Now, a lot of people will have, for example, my um, my Facebook username for the longest time was like an email I never used. I have updated it subsequently, but a lot of people are like that still. So don't start getting butthurt when you get dead information. Like, that's just part <laughs> of the game here. You're also getting leads for, like, five bucks. And I'll, I will break down some of the lead costs and things like that. So... You um, you want to ask some questions, and here, here's a really great golden rule. The more questions you ask, the more expensive it will be, but usually the higher quality it will be. So then top questions we ask when it comes to buyers are things like, do you currently own or rent? Because then if they say we currently own, then it's like, okay, is this an investment, or am I potentially looking at getting a list into, which is awesome. The other one is, how fast are you looking to move? This allows you to figure out how quickly you want to work the lead. Right. So they're like, I'm 12 months out. Maybe that's just a text conversation. Great. What would you like? You can maybe send them some homes, whatever you want to do, but it's not like I've got to call them right now. If they're like ASAP, one or three months out, you probably want to jump on the phone within five minutes. Get them on the phone and start building that relationship. Um, so they're like a couple of our, you know, go to must have questions is like, how long, you know, and do you own or rent or like for sellers, you know, do you have a home to sell as well? It's kind of the same deal. Now, when it comes to um, the like the lead cost side of things, here's what is interesting. So people have always gone like, oh, we've got like $1 leads. Well, usually that's name, phone number, email, and not great ones either. The If you've got the time, here's how I differentiate. With Facebook, let's say you're going to put in 500 bucks to Facebook ads. If these are going towards buyers, give or take, you'll get around 100 leads. Give or take. Now, you could probably get two or 300 
if you like really dumb it down, like your ad copy and it's a bit more baity, like we've seen people in the past doing like get yourself in the home for free and things like that because they're doing some weird, like they're doing some schemes and stuff, whatever it is got going on. Like, yes, you can get it cheaper. But if you're going for like legitimate leads, you want them to fill out two or three questions that they've got to go through the lead form to do. You get them to put in their name, phone number, email. The lead cost is going to go up. Here's the advantage. The less leads you have and the higher quality, the less you've also got to work. But if you want to save money on ads and you're willing to give more time, just don't ask any questions. And then you work them all yourself. Like, so if you're like a, a hound on the phone and you're happy to jump in and just call everybody back to back to back and just really, you know, you've got that grit and hustle about you, don't ask any questions. Just get their name and phone number, email, and just, just call them and do it that way. But I would recommend, as we always do, ask a few questions. It just helps us separate people on a level of kind of how serious are they about getting there right now. And then also the next stage is like systems and an ISA, which, which we're going to touch on. Yeah, and I think work smarter, not harder. But at some points throughout your career, you have to decide, do you have more time or more money? Some people have the time to sit and call all day long, like you were saying. They're good at that. But other people would just rather pay someone to you know, get an ISA, do all of that for you, or I'll pay more per lead and get hot leads and just move on. And like we were saying earlier, just, you know, you hear so many bad things about Facebook ads. And honestly, I've had bad experiences. And all I did was boost my um, post, which is completely different than Facebook ads, which I didn't even know that. Don't do that. I know. There were so many mean people and awful comments and trolls and like, okay, Never mind, not doing that ever again. <laughs> and I like don't even love social media, but I'm so curious about all of these strategies because as the market is changing a little bit, like we have to pivot, we have to work harder. So I started my career doing Zillow leads, and yes, you hear yeah. how terrible they are, but I paid $650 a month and I made over 20,000 a month every single month. And you can't tell me that was not a great business move. And I'm so grateful to the agent who told me that inside tip. And I tell agents that all the time. Like I left that market and in my new market, they have Zillow Flex. So if you're not on a team that Zillow selected, then you get crap leads and it doesn't work. And it's like 4,000 a month. So, um, that has changed. And now I really like to be more specific about who I work with and all my business is referral based now. But most of my people who are referring me out met me through Zillow. And now I get a lot actually through Instagram, which is interesting because I feel like I don't post much, but I can only imagine what will happen when I start like strategically posting on Facebook. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Buchastegui, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time, and when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. There's a lot of superstars out there that use Follow Up Boss. What's your favorite CRM? We're using Follow Up Boss. 
We use Follow Up Boss. So we use Follow Up Boss. I love Follow Up Boss. I love it. We have action plans now for bringing on new agents. We have action plans for our recruiting. Uh, we call them action plans and Follow Up Boss, which will trigger tasks for the agents to do as far as calling. Follow Up Boss, I like more for the integrations with everything, MailChimp, Call Action, all those different products. I will say we used Sync. And we switched from Sync to Follow Boss. Honestly, the greatest CRM I've ever used, I've used Rivety Sync. I've looked at Boomtown like Real Geeks, just a bunch of different ones. But me personally, I fell in love with Fub about like seven months ago when I first started using it. I've used Boomtown. I've used Line Desk. I've used Conversion. And I think Follow Boss gives you the most integrations mm-hmm. that are simple. And it gives you the best ability to go and integrate large things into one single solitary platform. Yet at the same time, it's still affordable. I do like Follow Up Boss better just because it you can text from the app and things like that. It's just a little more convenient for me. Um, it tracks everything that I need. I can customize it if I want. If I want to go smart list based, that's fine. If I want to go task based, it's fine. I think it's one of the best systems and it's very user friendly. It just really helps me never drop a ball because it's so user friendly. I don't have a one horse in the race with Follow Up Boss. Purely objective. Follow-up boss has been the best one that we've found. Now I've used follow-up boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. Thanks again. Now back to our show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of posting on Facebook, I could definitely unpack some organic strategies for people, um, and I'm happy to do that because there is a few. Um, I will unpack the biggest one the most successful strategy on facebook um and it isn't posting you've just sold a home on your page so i hate to uh break it yeah (laughs) i hate those posts honestly if you posted either just listed or just sold on your facebook page and you think it's going to get you deals it's not no um so the best strategy there's there's two but i really want to just drive into one facebook marketplace is uh, one of them, and we know some people that are successful in that, but the one I really want to dive into because there is levels to this one is Facebook groups. Now, the reason we love Facebook groups is it's a lot broader and easier than people think it is <laughs> because, okay, there isn't a Facebook group called I want to buy a home in Boca. <laughs> that Facebook group doesn't exist, <laughs> right? But there is Facebook groups about like buy or sell in Boca, and it's stuff like sofas and tvs and and all this other stuff and there is other groups about interesting places in boca things to do in boca there, there is these groups exist in like every state every single one and what it's about is understanding call signs like like things that people would naturally tend to lean towards saying or doing if they were looking at potentially moving up their home home. So like when people like, Oh, I'm selling all this furniture or upsizing, or I want to do this, or I'm looking here or removal companies, things like this. It's like, there was little call signs where it's like, they might be moving home. Like they might be downsizing. Like that's a brand new sofa that they're now selling for cheap. Why are they doing that? 
Like these little courses. So Facebook groups are an absolute goldmine. And again, the one thing it doesn't give you necessarily is like predictability because ultimately you're relying on people doing those posts. And yeah, these groups can be massive and there's opportunities there, but not only are you relying on people doing the posts, you're then relying on that it turning out that they are moving and they don't have a realtor. And, you know, there's, there's more things along the road. But this is the best strategy, in my opinion, for like hustlers who are willing to leverage their time on like a social way. Because it's it's kind of like social cold calling or social door knocking. It's like it's like that, but a lot of people don't mind getting told to get lost on their phone, but they hate it when it's in face to face or or like someone's on the phone with them like calling like. And so when when it comes to like Facebook group stuff, I'll give you a some tidbits on this as well. The key to getting the conversation, because realistically the first action is getting the conversation. You're not trying to get the deal. Like the deal isn't even on the table. Like you don't even know if they're moving home. The first part is get the conversation. And a big part of that is just leading with value. So a lot of people will be like, oh, hey, I can help you out, drop me a DM. All this stuff, right? And yet if you wrote the same thing you'd write in a DM unsolicited, real deep, thoughtful comment to genuinely help people. You do that consistently in a group, irrespective of like when you're starting out, it, you you want to be commenting on loads of people's posts that you can just help because then your comments and stuff start to get um, promoted within the group so more people will see your stuff. All of a sudden, well, people will see you as a person of value. Now, this is an amazing situation to find yourself in as a real estate agent, because as soon as someone sees you as a person of value, person who's trustworthy, person who actually is out there helping people and asking nothing in return, the law of reciprocity yields that you will start getting business sent your way. So we, um, you know, I know Robert has been on the show. Yes. Uh, Robert is one of my favorite people. And that guy has, I don't know, well north of 100 deals at this point, just from Facebook groups. And he is just like this guy who just ran with this strategy and go like, this is my thing. Yeah, Robert now, Bean and his Facebook strategies. Um, yes, check out Robert B-I-E-H-N. He was uh, a few months ago and his strategies are so great. And you're right, leading right. with value. And that's kind of where I struggle with Facebook ads and like free ads versus paid ads and how... Yeah do you lead with value? Like, should I have an ad that says, um, like for my buyer's guide or seller's guide, click here with the call to action. Like what's another ad, another way I can provide value, but see success in my ads. So when it comes to like the paid side, it's different because like you lead, you, you can't lead with value in the same way. Like you could definitely do free guides for sure. And people will download them and you'll probably get a cheaper lead cost for people downloading your, you know, new home buyer, move into an area guide, whatever that might be. We don't focus on that because we want to just find the people that are interested. So it is like attention, um, you know, Boca residents. Are you looking to buy or sell your home in the near future? You know, we would love to help you. I'm trying to do this from memory, but it's like, you know, we'd love to help you um, and, um, you know, click them on, you know, we'll give you a call, something like that. And the the idea is that the value we lead with is helping them on their journey, whether they are looking to buy or sell. 
And the whole point of an ad, this is one thing that I wanted to mention earlier. I'm glad you just somehow triggered my memory on like when it comes to converting online leads and this whole leading with value. This is the big difference. I will tell you the biggest secret between like someone who basically doesn't convert or convert to like 1% or lower and someone that converts to like four or five is the person that converts at four or five meets with the leads as soon as humanly possible. This is one thing that people don't talk about. They get the they they get the leads coming in. They'll call it, and they obviously on the level of like how serious they are. And then the next day or whatever they can, they will meet up with that lead. They will get out. They'll get to that coffee shop. They will do whatever. All of a sudden, you aren't this person over there, and you aren't this Facebook ad anymore. You know, a real person stood in front of them, wanting to do business and wanting to help them, and the whole dynamic between you and them changes. And now it's like a real relationship, right? And that, like online leads, that's the beauty of it. It's like get in front of them, get in front of them as soon as you can, and you will convert a higher percentage. And that is how you lead with value with online leads. And when you get all of the people filling out your forms, do you immediately put them into a pipeline in your CRM? Do you have a, do you, differentiate each lead depending on you know buyers versus sellers versus buy and sell versus investors do you have a campaign set up ready to just slide those emails into 100 percent. yep absolutely it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a complete system without it so yeah we have our own crm that we set up so a lead will come in then we have an, our own in-house ISAs, you know, trained like way back when I used to actually have my own call center. So um, uh, we used to train our own in-house ISAs for our clients. So we actually have some of uh, them on our team now. Now, lead comes through straight to the ISA, call them within five minutes. You know, like that is an amazing golden rule. It's like call them within five minutes, just get them on the phone. Some people will respond better through text. So we're also wanting to text them. If we try calling them a couple of times, we'll then drop them a text. Now, we've then got, they then go into uh, phone, uh, SMS, and email automations. Now, when it comes to connection rate, from everything we've found, it takes somewhere between, on average, 7 to 13 um, calls to connect with people. Now, there is a huge number that you'll get with one or two, but then there's also some that'll take you 20, 25, and that's kind of how it averages itself out. It really depends on that speed to lead. And if they've just filled it out, if you can get to them in under a minute, you have a way higher chance of connecting, and, and that's what we've just seen across the board. Uh, and like I said, some people will prefer communicating through text. Like we have that all built in our system where we'll drop them a text and some people will be like, yeah, I'm just interested in this ad. Like I can't speak right now. And we were more than happy to communicate with them through text. Like a lot of people in this day and age communicate through text. Um, so yeah, they go through in our system. We add them to a pipeline. Obviously, the other thing you mentioned is, yeah, we absolutely do split them out, which is why we ask questions. So if someone says they own versus rent, they go into a separate little, or they get tagged differently because like, well, if they own, can they, are they looking to sell or are they investing? Right. So then we need to figure that out. And we ask them that question when they're like three, six, nine months out. Obviously, they get put into a different pipeline. So when the ISAs call them, if someone says they're 12 months out and they've come in, let's say one comes in three minutes ago, that's 12 months out. And then one comes in one minute ago or whatever, that's three months out. It's like the system will say, call this one first because they're one to three months out 
you know, even though they, they came in, the other one's going to kind of go over that five minute to 15 minute rule. It doesn't matter because we see them as a higher priority. Now, of course, like, do people gain the systems? This is some of the things the audience might be thinking about. Like, of course, we're in real estate. We're dealing with humans. People lie. The beauty of Facebook is, let's say you're averaging out $5 a lead. For the buy side, you're, like, you're spending 500 bucks a month. Like, you're getting 100 at-bats. This is why we also love it for new agents, because they get a lot of opportunities to screw up. Like they get a lot of opportunities to go, I did this wrong. When you are working with like referrals and sphere, like it's so intense. Like that feeling of like, I can't screw this up. It's like, and that's why I think people knock themselves sick over this stuff. When you work with online leads, you don't know them from Adam and people will say some horrible stuff to you. Who cares? Move on. And you've got another 99 goes this month, you know, spending 500 bucks, which for me is like a very small price to pay for what is a million dollar per year income, no problem doing it right. Yeah, and I feel like um, for new agents, having all those at-bats and the opportunities to fail forward and screw up is invaluable. So people you know, are like, oh, what if I don't get this transaction? What if I don't get this listing? What if I don't get you know, a million dollars from this deal? Like, That's the experience. Every listing appointment you go on gives you the advantage at your next appointment and then eventually you just knock them out of the park every single time so i think i don't know maybe ego gets in the way a little bit and maybe like we don't want people to be mean to us and we don't want to mess up but you have to mess up to be successful like you have to throw interceptions to get the touchdowns you have to fail forward so What's another way that you leverage opportunities to grow your team, grow your business? What else do you do? So this is a bit of an interesting one. So growing a team and for agents growing a business. So I will I will tell you a little bit more about what we've done. And I will tell you a bit more about how you could do this for yourself. And I will give a shout out to another awesome agent who does this. So you can go check him out too. So... One of the things I didn't mention at the start is when we got into real estate in September, we actually launched our podcast too, which was to do with growing our team and things of that nature on a global scale. And this was something that was important to us to do, to start sharing, you know, top strategies from top agents all over the world. And so we launched that and we've obviously subsequently ended up bumping into all the top agents or a lot of them all over. And one of the things is that this guy's guy's called Dominic Fonte and he's not the only one, but he was the one that I remember because this is like a, a big thing for him. And this is something that we're seeing top agents leverage. Now we know about it is he has a local podcast. So he services his local area and he launched a podcast for that area. Now it's essentially like a little mini news station. So funnily enough, in his certain, in his case, he's a guy who actually runs his podcast, was actually the old radio guy, DJ guy from their local station, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but having your own podcast is going to enable you to interact and connect with your local community by providing value first. So let's say you wanted to go and meet the barber, you want to go meet, you know, the Indian takeaway, the barbecue 
you know, barbecue smokehouse guy. It's a case of like, hey, we have a local show. We we love to interview, you know, local businesses and talk about, you know, the market, your business. You know, we like to talk about, about, about shop and real estate. And like, you can bring them on for segments. And then the other episodes as well, you're also just talking about the real estate market. And this provides a ton of value for the local community. And what ends up happening over time is, you obviously the download numbers and things like that are going to be small. You're not going to go out and get tens of thousands. You know the chances are slim. But what it means is when you're interacting with other um, buyers and sellers, when you're interacting with other agents who might potentially want to join your team, you can also push them towards this show, push them towards the podcast, so they can learn more about you and they can see you are a person of value. They can see you're intertwined with the local community, and they can see what they're essentially going to get. Because if you're doing a lot of episodes, whether you're doing one a week or however that looks, they're going to be able to get a good understanding of what you're really like. And this puts you in, as long as you're essentially not a dick, it puts you in a position where you're going to um, get more business because of people being able to authentically engage with you. Yeah, that's a big message I would want people to take away is I really do feel like if you're a jerk, like these things aren't going to work forever. But I have seen a ton of, you know, super successful people that aren't super nice. But when you yeah. are genuine and you are smart and strategic too, like you can't just be a new person. You got to work for it and, you know, get yourself out there. But being a good person eventually, I feel like it really does pay off. I mean, there's just no other way to be. You have to have standards and expectations and boundaries, but people are going to know if you're just a jerk trying to be in front of the camera to look important. It's interesting you say this, right? Because being, like you said, a jerk and being unauthentic are two different things, right? Because there is a lot of people out there who are jerks who try and present being nice when they would probably do better by just being jerks all the time <laughs> right because then more people who are like them being like i get this guy or girl's vibe like they would be more attracted to you because they're like i get uh, like he's you know he's hacked off with life and i get it and um, so like i've met a lot of like you said ultra successful people who are let's say harsh because it's just who they are but I can't hate them because that is authentically yes. them. Like, it's not like I walk away and I'm like, why was he so horrible to me? It's like, he's horrible to everybody, right? Welcome to this this dude. This dude's just like that. Now, also, if you don't like that, that's a good thing. Like a big part of real estate, and it kind of loops us back to, you know, one of my first points is uh, was to do with like niching down and figuring out who you speak to. It's like, you want to find people, you know, who you do, connect with who are similar to you and you will have a much better time in this game like uh, uh substantially you're you're you will enjoy it you'll enjoy selling homes you will resonate with the people you'll have a good time it's when you're not authentically yourself when you're trying to be someone you're not this is when like the the kind of fraud that imposter syndrome that like oh hey like i shouldn't be doing this like that's real and that is so it'll suck the life out of you man that will suck everything out of you holding up this lie so that's kind of um yeah that's kind of where i'm at with with all of this stuff it's like to bring us full circle it's like you've just got to be true to you and you know whether you know 
the audience listening to this, the, whether it's the free side and the Facebook groups. Oh, there was one more point. I'll give you this extra little tidbit. When it comes to the free Facebook groups, you want to take this on steroids. I won't give I won't give his surname just in case, but there's a guy called Joe. And he took this strategy on absolute steroids. And he ended up buying two or three groups in his local area, bought them, kicked out every other realtor, and then is the only realtor in these groups, right? The reason I don't want to say his name because I will tell you how much he paid. He paid two and a half thousand bucks for one of these groups of like 30,000 members. In his first, he's a brand new agent. In his first year in real estate from that group that cost him two and a half thousand dollars, he made $250,000 in GCI. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's the power of Facebook is crazy. And I guess they need to, I don't know, maybe if it's not something I love, I don't have to do it, but I feel like I have to try and see how it works and see how I can leverage Facebook. I really like working with investors and first time investors specifically. And, um, you know, talking about being true to yourself and being authentic. Like if you hate Facebook, just don't do it. I mean, try it. And if it works and you start loving it, cool. If you hate it, don't do it. If you love cold calling, do that. If you love talking to other people and connecting with agents all over the world or, People in your community start a podcast and who cares if you don't get a million downloads a month, if you enjoy doing it and it's for you, you have to be kind of selfish, I guess, is a way to put it. And um, one of my other favorite episodes on Real Estate Rockstars was Peter Lorimer and he has his own podcast and, you know, his show on Netflix and he's another British dude that is all about being authentic and true to yourself. And he just resonated with me so much. And I was lucky enough to be interviewed on his podcast. And it was just such an amazing experience. And, you know, I've always said, like, in my teaching career and my admin career, I felt like, you know, it was just so much conflict and I could never just be myself. And in real estate, like, I don't give a shit. I am myself a thousand percent of the time. And it's worked out pretty well for me so far. So I just feel so lucky that I got to talk to you today and get those tips. I know I took lots of notes. I hope our listeners had a great time. I know they did. So how can they find you? Because I know people are going to reach out and want some deeper instruction on how to leverage Facebook and their new podcast. Absolutely. So the best way to learn a bit more about these strategies is I've done step-by-step tutorials, 100% for free. So you just go on YouTube and type in Andrew RE as just one word, Andrew RE. You will find my channel. You'll, uh, you'll see my face. It'll say Andrew Dunn on the banner when you click it. And I've literally got step-by-step tutorials walking agents through exactly how they can set up listing ads. I show all the best performing ads. I show all the lead costs. I break down accounts that have spent 40 plus thousand dollars in single states and crazy stuff all there hundred percent free. So that's, if you want to learn, you know, and see me in action and walk you through it step by step, go to yeah, Andrew RE on YouTube and you'll find us there. And then also we have our own podcast, Elite Agent Secrets. So um, if you want to hear for some other agents and some different strategies, um, top performing agents all over the world, then uh, check us out on uh, on that show too. Awesome. And are you more active on Instagram or Facebook? What if I just want to talk to you and be like, hey, man, I loved Facebook. your show. Hit me up on Facebook. 
Andrew Dunn, and you should find me. If not, just put in some maybe like Andrew Dunn, like global team leader. Uh, if you, you can't uh, can't find me, I should come up uh, like that. And yeah, I'm um, I'm all over Facebook. I don't really use Instagram at all. Actually, thinking about it, but heavy on YouTube, heavy in podcasting, and heavy on Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, real estate rock stars. Thank you for listening. This is Stephanie Heiser. Tell me what you thought about this episode. Tell me um, if you want to come on the show or what you want to hear about. You can find me on Instagram at Steph Heiser Does Real Estate. You can see us in the show notes and on Instagram. So thank you for being here, Andrew, and thank you for listening. Have a great day, everybody. All right, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents, and we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients, and we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate how to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.